on part two of episode 22 of the Faded Golf Podcast. We have Josh Bryan back on again. We talk a lot about team golf, high school golf, uh, some great stories as it relates to uh, some of these crazy kids out there. So, And uh, last but not least, we, we test this amazing, amazing rye from Woodford. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed putt. All right, to our listeners, we are really excited to announce our sponsorship with Fanatics.com. This is going to be really a tremendous opportunity for us to deliver you guys a great discount at Fanatics.com. If you're not familiar with Fanatics, they carry all the officially licensed gear for the PGA, for the NFL, for the NHL, for the MLB, for really any sports that you need, Um, whether you want hats, shirts, all sorts of different gear. Uh, like right now, for example, they're, they've been promoting the Beth Page Black, but as well as I saw another promotion, John, for some March Madness stuff. What's your team right now? Boiler up. Uh, see, exactly. So if you need to get maybe your golf polo that you're going to be sporting, you know, the rest of the spring that has your boilers or whatever, your dookies or whoever you're looking at uh, rocking right now, you can get that stuff on fanatics.com. Use the code. We have a promo code. Faded Golf. I will put this on our Instagram account as well. If you use the code Faded Golf, you'll actually get a 25% discount. Uh, it, the code doesn't last forever, though, but you'll get a 25% discount on gear at fanatics.com. Nice. I love it. Yeah, pretty exciting. We're really excited. We appreciate the partnership there with uh, Fanatics and uh, look for more of that to come in the future. Thank you, Fanatics. And I have. I have subscribed to that school. I haven't took the flat stick out yet this year. Do you, have you noticed? So I don't know if we're segueing to team golf or not, but we are. Have you noticed um, at the qualifying portion of Westfield Golf the how much the flag stick's been in? It's, it's I everybody sold on the Bryson. I encourage it. it. Everyone is. I mean, I'll be. I mean, today when we were out practicing today, the flag stick hardly came out. Think about when we yep. were playing. Uh, were you down there? I guess they weren't. Were they doing it yet when we were down in Florida? Because Yeah, we didn't do that much so down there. But I, yeah, when I was down there this year, more. Yeah. when I was down there this year, I, I thought it was just laziness <laughs> to the older guys yeah. not wanting to take it out. But I just started falling suit. Yeah. I'm not taking it out no. ever again. No. Dude, I, I, the guy I played with this weekend insisted on taking it out inside 15, probably uh. inside even 20 feet. And I was like, I was like, I just don't care. Yeah. Because I would have like, it doesn't make any difference. I don't think it made any difference. And I rarely, like, I looked at it, especially when you're like even 15 feet out. Like, if I hit that thing and it kicks out, then I'd probably hit a shitty putt anyway. You know, like, I think I'm probably yeah. pretty good. I could see if I had a, um, maybe a six or seven footer though. Just from a visual perspective, that's a putt. I know the speed on. You don't have to get whatever, and I know it. I, I've got to. I've got to experiment with it. I really yeah. got to play with it a little bit. It's like Jack Nicholas says, like one less thing to think about. It's like yeah. oh, that's why he never took his glove off. Right. But we, we <laughs> one created, less thing to think about. We did create a rule in our group: Jack. once it comes out, yeah. you can't put it back in. Yeah. Because we're like, I'm not slowing yeah. down play for that. The purpose of it being left in is the speed up play. Um, so that it's not a penalty, and you don't. Oh, have I'm to telling take people to put it back in. Are you? Yeah. I'll, I'll 
if somebody uh, here's the thing, I'm probably going to just end up leaving it in, and I'm not even going to yeah. ask for it to come out. But if somebody asks for it to come out, I'm not going to I'm not going to make them put it back. Going, I'm not going to be it. that. I'm no, yeah. not going to be that guy. It'll you know once here. It's at the not club, hard to put it back. I mean, in. here at the club, it's not. But it's like still another thing. And then yeah. the dipshit who still has the four footer left. Right. Then you got to pull it out for him because he wants it. No, I'm not pulling it. But out, you need to you need to establish like before that. It's like, are you going to put it back in and all that kind no, of shit? I, here's here's what I establish. Once it comes out, it's out. That until everybody's done with the hole. That yeah. that's pace of play done. I, I don't care about my freaking amateur round of golf that much. That I you got to put it back in for yeah. me. Now we start getting into these tournaments. You're amazing. You're an amazing, thoughtful person. Yes, I am. Uh, very humble, hungry, and smart. Um, hungry like the wolf. <laughs> yes, hungry like the wolf. Did get Michael that T-shirt I've, by the way? Did I've, you get one? Did you I've, buy one? I've checked out the pot, the uh, faded I, golf. Uh, I think I might need online store. That may, that may be the that may be the shirt. You that's get. a good looking shirt. All right. So yeah. what you want? That's a good looking shirt. Would you prefer I'll that over it. this? It's a speed pot I shirt. Think the, I think the hunger like the wolf shirt might okay. look good. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm pull that out. Okay. All right. So let's transition a little bit. One thing that Josh does in the six years as a golf coach um, is that he uh, has continued to evolve with the game. And uh, with that has come a lot of statistics that he's following. And uh, it's become more of um, a key, obviously, with just shot tracer technology and equipment and things like that. Kids at a younger age are evolving. When I played high school golf, I literally went to golf Supreme Golf picked the ping knockoffs off the freaking rack, the Daytona Classics, and <laughs> I had first flight metal woods, you know, yeah. and, that were awesome. I think I had the oversized driver that was called the Moose okay. at the time, you know. Yeah. So it was it was the, you know, it was basically yep. you know first flight. How far could you hit the Moose? I, I bet you I'd poke that thing about two twenty, two thirty. Okay, if I got lucky, um, and. You, uh, you know, it, it, had a gra- it had a graphite year? shaft on it, you know, so, yeah. you know, well, it would like be regular shaft. Yeah. I'm sure it was regular. Yeah. I'm sure oh, yeah. it was. But anyway, so, you know, I played, uh, you know, whatever equipment I had, it didn't matter. You know, it was all probably regular shafts. We did have the tour baladas, though, mm. you know, that the, the yeah. coach handed out. But I, I really loved the uh, the ultra, the Wilson ultra. That was that was my ball out of the game. That was the first ball I played. Yeah, you pronounce that again? My grandma gave the me ultra? the yeah. ultra. Yeah, um, I love the, the, ultra. the ultra. Well, you know, the ultra was was promoted at the time to be a distance ball with a softer cover. <laughs> <laughs> so it had it was more of a feel ball, but it had the distance. So it was better than playing a pinochle yep. and uh, pinnacle and it, red. Yep, and then it wasn't as expensive as going out and get the tour balada, but. Yeah. But on match days, coach always gave you a sleeve at tour baladas, you and, know, and, and which was nice. Who was your coach when you were at, at the um, So uh, I, when I was on JV, the first uh, two two seasons, so freshman sophomore season, we had Phil Quillen. Okay, um, that's a great coach, <laughs> Quillen. <laughs> coach Quillen. And then uh, the varsity God coach. Rest his soul. <laughs> yeah, they got the the varsity coach was uh, Don Huffer. Oh, you had the Huffer, and um, uh, he's, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Fame golf yeah. coach. Yep, and so Huffer won the first. He was the he he was the head coach of the first state championship team in Carmel. Wow. This weekend, the the they I had heard they won the hundred and forty ninth state championship. Wow. And That's Huffer, amazing. what golf won their first and second state championships? Yes. What yeah. 149? What do you? And they have 149 state championships now. 
That's amazing. Oh, it's, it's for like, all to, sports. To give you an idea, so yeah, and to give you an idea, I think Westfield has like seven, and well, golf hey, has four of them. Just so you know, yeah. 140 of those are swimming. Yeah. So, <laughs> how many they, golf they win because they win swimming two. every year for boys yeah. and well, girls win 30, swimming like every 30, year. 30, yeah, 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 yeah. At so, least seventy of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They have two total for golf. Yeah, one last year and then no. Uh, I'm sorry, they have four total for golf. Okay, but they yeah. had the first and the second. First ever. and the second. Yep. So yeah, so was Don was our varsity coach, um, and then Don retired yeah. between my sophomore and junior okay. year and. PDQ, yeah. okay, Phil Quillen, yeah, uh, we used to call him PDQ because yeah. you know he was he had yeah. he had his own joke. He's uh, pretty darn quick, whatever it was. Anyway, okay. but PDQ moved like up to be guy. the varsity coach. Um, he had some some of the best and worst dad jokes of all uh. time. Like, I mean, he'd tell you like. You know how Patrick Ewing got so tall? He walked around on these greens and had like fertilizer on the greens. He walked around these greens barefoot. <laughs> I mean, it was like these awful, like not even like good jokes uh, back in the day. And, but he, that dude hit no, laser. He, <laughs> he hit laser straight drives. Hit like some of the best iron shots. Had a, so he had played a, with you. So he, he so okay. he would yeah. So he would play with us um, and uh, would. You know, if you got paired up with PDQ, you had to be on your game, yeah. you know, and you know, obviously you're playing the ball down everywhere and all yeah. that fun stuff. So he and, could play. Oh, he'd go out and shoot uh, um, 77, 76, 78. Okay. He'd, yes, he'd be he's like a, a mid to high 70s shooter every time out there. Um, Good for him. Started dealing with arthritis, I think, you know, as, as he was getting older and stuff like that. But, yeah, so I played for PDQ basically all four years. Yeah. So it was, it was fun, you know. So he, did, he, yeah. Oh, and by the way, another PDQ story. That dude, he drove. John was telling me that he drives the bus, you know, oh, yeah. to the matches and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's so, like one of the best. So he he would drive the van to the freaking yeah. matches. That dude would drive like a bat out of fucking hell. <laughs> we all thought we were gonna die. <laughs> like we'd be cruising up to Fox Prairie, like to go play Noblesville <laughs> or something. Yeah. And that was, I mean, like. We live way up here in the freaking, right. you know, what used to be just nowhere Nothing. land, right? Yeah. And when you would peel up River Road, like kind of back way, which now, you know, is kind of behind Connor Prairie and whatever yeah. else and, and goes almost by Prairie View and Plum yeah. Creek. None of that crap was out there when I was there. Yeah. He'd go peeling down River Road like passing cars <laughs> and shit. It was nuts. That's a crazy road. Oh, oh, dude, I right. Be, I and this was when PDQ. this road, oh, dude, yeah. PDQ was great. But oh, uh, I, love it. I remember going up to uh, Noblesville, and actually it wasn't Fox Prairie. We went up to uh, Harbor uh, Trees. Yep. We were going up there for the um, the eight. Uh, it was the, um, must have been the county, the county tournament or the county championship. And I remember uh, coming off the 18th hole, and Phil goes, how'd you do? And I, I think I was, that must have been my junior year, and I was probably like the fifth or sixth guy or whatever it was. And I go, yeah, I shot 100. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he goes, what? <laughs> 100? <laughs> and I go, yeah. I, and I mean, there's... For, you really I'm, shot 100? I did. I shot uh, 100. There's so much out of bounds out of Harbor yeah, Trees. It's dude. basically on have every... Harbor Trees? I have it. So uh, every hole has out of bounds left and right. Basically, it's there's so many white states. Yeah, the, the par threes, the par threes, are maybe the only ones where like if you go out of bounds, you get a really crappy shot. But every par five, every par four where you got to hit a driver, there's out of bounds left and right trouble somewhere. It's 
It's scary. Now, one of, one of I, my good buddies has won the club championship there so many years in a row, and it's because everyone hits it out of bounds. Like he just he penalty just, strokes yeah, all it's a fifty-four all day. hole thing, and he just outlasts everybody because he hits a little baby fade the whole time. Yep. <laughs> so yep. I just was out of bounds. Yep. Like anyway, I was out of bounds all freaking day. Shot a hundred. Funny. He freaking hated my ass that day. <laughs> what? Um, um, what? Yeah. So what? A hundred? <laughs> what? Hey, hey, hold on a one second. So Mark. Um, so John, so you, what Sorry, hap- I'm talking about like my golf career, what, what happens, this is interesting. What but- happens when somebody shoots over 90 at Westfield? Oh my God. Yeah. We <laughs> don't shoot 90 at Westfield. That's, that's verbatim. We don't shoot 90. That's the only time I really see him get mad. Couple, that's it. We had a long, yeah, we had a, yeah. Bogey One, golf is not acceptable. We had a we had a shouting match last year because we we carded a ninety for the first time in years last year. We had a card a ninety. Ooh, so you had to take we you had took, to take a ninety. We took a ninety. <sighs> and so let, hey, let's, let's just say we've not taken any more nineties since let's, that. Let, well, let, hey, let's se- yeah. let's segue a little bit sure. then into you know just team golf a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that um, a lot of people that didn't play team golf or have kids that played team golf. Talk about that format, um, how you put together a team, and you know how you uh, go play your matches typically. Sure. Yeah. So most, um, so so you basically have two types of formats. You have the weekday format, which is usually um, you'll have six or seven guys playing. Count four of your six or seven. Yep. And then Saturday invitationals are five players count four, which yep. is what you see in college, yep. things like that. Um, you know, so it, the unique nature of team golf is is that kids naturally are trying to position themselves in the group. So you have like this anxiety. You probably remember playing like, especially when you're on that kind of borderline. So now you're not only competing against, you know, the tournament, you're also competing against your own team. You know, how did, you know, like if we were a team. Yeah, you want to work, work, move up a spot yeah, for the next tournament. Yeah, you're coming off and right? you're like, how did John do? How did Josh do? Yeah. Oh, I hate that they, Ooh. I hate they made 83. So it, it you know. Built, you don't want to drop from being the number four guy to the five guy, right? Because right? then you're like, Ooh. Then you're riding the, mm-hmm. oh God, I could be, it's the you know. first question to all the right. kids I said, uh, what'd you shoot? It's what'd you shoot? And 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 it's a natural response. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean it's it no, there's you nothing know, wrong if with you're it. competitive, you, that's what you're asking. And so the hard part is developing a competitive nature, but also an atmosphere where the guys like, you know, if you get beat and you accept that, you know, hey, I got beat, so Mark's playing in front of me, then um, you know, and you're genuinely happy for him and, and mad at the same time for yourself, like it's just kind of it's combating that it's really hard in the team yep. aspect. Do you typically um, let let kids kind of like you know play it like let's say the the two spot um, and they have a couple bad rounds and you kind of leave them there or like a three spot you leave them there for a couple rounds but after like third round you're like okay maybe it's time to drop them that's, one. Yeah, that's a good question. So or or is it like just every every round they're like sorry. This is how I'm ordering yeah. them. I mean, I'm sure there's. Th- I know coaches do it both ways, right? And a lot of co- yeah. Everyone has their own philosophy. So, and John and I were talking about this today, actually. So, um, 
I have more of a philosophy. So golf's one of those things like we all like golfers like to be comfortable. They like to know what's coming. And when you start messing with a lineup, you start creating unintentional anxiety. anxiety, So I'll, I'll be honest. So, you know, we had a year where we literally never changed the lineup one time, regardless of who played the best. So it's, it's um, basically however you qualified, you were pretty much qualified slash like there was a that year was a very clear understanding like everyone knew who the best player was. Okay, so everyone, the one guy was dialed in, and even if he didn't have the best day that day, we didn't get into and there's there's a little bit of so there's been some new rules in coaching for high school sports. One of those is is that a coach can actually coach on the golf course now. Your day. Coach probably had to just, you know what, when you came in, he, you he gave literally him a scorecard, right? sat around almost on 18 and waited for right. us unless they would give him a cart where he could drive around, right? right? Yeah, so it's a much different environment. We're, we're, we're walking holes. We're coaching on the golf course. We're doing those things. So can, it, can you do like almost like caddy type stuff? You, you can or, caddy yeah. basically other wow. than you can't carry it. You, can't but you could recommend like a golf club. Tell oh, yeah. them, hey, I'd club up because the, that wins right in your gut. What do all but, of that? But yeah. only it's so in varsity matches, he is the only it's one allowed one to do it. Coach per. Team. I can't. Yeah. So you could follow around. I mean, you, that obviously is, you can't be stretched over five guys. So. Right. So you know, and generally, so now building the lineup becomes a little bit different. You're trying to make sure you, you know, you got some guys that that need that more than others, want that more than others. Um, and Do you so guys like have like your, your pieces then? So like, he's that's a good idea. He's following like. You, where, 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 you, where you get where you, you need it's, five coaches out there, right? We do well, texting each other. Okay, well that's fine. But like you do like five, you do five because yeah. you got five coaches yeah. then, and they're all following. And then you can be like, hey man, I need you here. Uh, right. You know, uh, Tommy, he's shit in the bed. He needs some coaching. Well, you and, happens, then, you, and then you trade. You're, right? you're closer than you think. Oh really? You're oh, hundred percent. Te- oh, I mean, I'm and texting why, him it, to get. It's over why here. we're looking for coach number five, Mark. Would you like to join our staff? You've got it. You have an official shirt. You're on the way. Man. I'm sure you could swing that with the you know wife. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I just I just have this small commitment. I'm gonna actually start coaching high school golf. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> we can't argue because I'm not at home. NBD. <laughs> My, hey, my hey, wife hey is I can help. Yeah. Split. Here's the deal: yeah. hockey season's hockey, over. Yeah, there you I'm, go. Yeah. You know, You're free agent. No. It, 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 as long as yeah, uh, yeah. No. But you <laughs> another uh, probably another not podcast. But we do get into. Um, so there is a, so we're more active now because the rules have changed, and um, so we build our lineups a little bit different, trying to make sure, you know, in my world, the ideal lineup would be if you're three and four player are the ones that need the most attention because they're in the middle of the group. Yep. So coach can kind of it never means it I mean, kind of bounce between a cold right before to hole back a hole yeah. kind of thing. And 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 other coaches, you know, it depends on your relationship with the players. There's other teams that their coaches are more, you know, they they kind of station themselves on par threes. So, you know, as they're coming through, hey Mark, um, you know, John hit six iron here, you know, oh, and yeah. You know, so there's there's different ways of doing that. We've we've not gone that direction yet, as far as like stationing ourselves on a hole. Um, we've we've always had years where the guys are are different enough that John doesn't really care what Mark hit because they're to- two totally different yeah, players. Different 
Um, you know, so, but it, 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 different things work for different guys. So, um, but we don't, you know, to ask, you know, to answer your question, we don't change. We don't, there's not a ton of change, but there is a building your team lineup. There is, there is some finesse to that. Um, you know, like getting someone to buy into playing the number five spot, because when you show up to a golf tournament and you're, you know, let's say you're at one team, John's on another team, I'm on another team. And it's like, you know, let's say I'm the number five player, mm-hmm. but I might be one of the best players on my team. Yeah. You know what I mean? And accepting that I'm going to play with a guy that's going to shoot 95. Right. And, uh, but there's some, you know, there, when you get it's into crazy, the playoffs, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter, but it can matter to the kids. So I, no, I I so remember that. I remember do? no. I mean, the like feeling like it's back. like a feeling like you're being branded with a number. I, I get it. Yeah. Well, and you know what also was really frustrating me. Like I remember going up to like Tipton. Oh. And um, <laughs> and and play, Tipton Muni. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And playing up there, and you know, play my like my junior year, or maybe even in a JV match or whatever it was, and going out and shooting my you know whatever eighty yeah. whatever I shot. And uh, the kid I played with, like, I yep. mean, barely could yep. get it around the golf course and probably shot like 105 or 107. Like watching that happen and, and trying to keep your focus is, is challenging. And I've seen it at the varsity level and I saw it at the JV level personally mm-hmm. where you're like you play in the five spot like yep. i think my junior year i probably played in the four and the five spot and like i was like yeah you could get matched with a kid that was easily trying to break a hundred a few years ago and that John, was that was the best yeah. kid they had for the five spot a few years ago you'll appreciate this so we we're at battleground lafayette side plug for battleground best burgers in that state. any place makes there they're you unbelievable. Go. in the state i ate four if, of them that day oh my god <laughs> this guy it like yeah god. our budget for food for the golf program I was bumming, a major hit i was bumming money off the <laughs> parents <laughs> he didn't even bring enough cash with him he had to borrow money from the parents <laughs> to buy his burgers That's awesome. john falkenberg <laughs> Yeah. Probably doesn't need to <laughs> so classy, Cla- yeah. But they are good so day. good. You don't understand. Once you have one, you're like, uh, it's it's like being at Bubs and you only got a slider. You're like, oh no, I need more than this. Oh wow, so, mosquitoes. Anyways, so we're at head, we're at Battleground. Yeah. Oh yeah, I believe that. And we have a kid who wins the golf tournament, the greatest round of golf I've ever seen. In that, so he wins the golf tournament, shoots seventy three or seventy four, wins the tournament. I mean, didn't shoot an unbelievable score. A player in his group shot 134. And to this day, I always, every time I've seen this kid, I'm like, that has to be the greatest round of golf anyone's ever shot. To, yeah. Because to be able to shoot 73 or 74 and win the tournament. And, and watch. And watch another and thirty almost shots. double you. I, I didn't even, like when I saw the two scorecards, I'm like, this is, I, I can't even fathom how, I mean, I was there for a few holes. 134, I've never even heard of that. It's hard to get to 134. I mean, you think about it, it really takes work to get that's to 134 like, shots. That's, that's two times you're coming as many close shots to double par. as you should. Nor- yes, yeah, you're close you're, to double you're, par. You're you're very close, yeah. Real close. Nope. Yeah. He, was, he was a little under double par. <laughs> the greatest thing about the kid who shot 134. That, that, that could be uh, Club Pro Guy's yeah, yeah. new tagline, under yeah, double uh, par. <laughs> Well, the kid who shot on 34, there was one there's one hole that like he had to carry the edge of the water and I'm standing there with this kid. And the guy who's standing there, he's from a really small town, and he goes, Well, 
I'm going to go for it. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked at Curtis and Curtis like, he's going to shoot 125. He said, I got to risk risk it it to get the biscuit. The kid that shot the 134? (laughs) No, he didn't. my favorite line of any tournament I've ever been on. That is going on a t-shirt. It's going on a t-shirt. That's the best story I've ever heard in golf. You never even told me that yet. Time out. I got to like. 134. Yeah, I got to risk it. What number? What what hole were you on? We were, it was, so it was number four. <laughs> Hold on. So this would have been like on the 14th hole of his day. You, he, the kids uh, shot 65 right. on the You got to risk it? To get the biscuit. Gotta, and it, no, no, here's the thing. The thing is number so That's beautiful. You can't, even, you can't even. No, the thing about number four is. Is it it's a you got to or you've got to? Yeah. <laughs> You've you, got, yeah. You got. It's got to be. He's from he's a small gotta, town. You, you gotta, gotta risk, risk it, it to get the biscuit. <laughs> to get the biscuit. So that might be my, Mark. That might yeah. be as good as this. Maybe that'll be the T-shirt that you can give me. That yeah, may it go. be as good. As, it's That's a speed, speed putt. <laughs> that T-shirt is being created tomorrow. <laughs> um, and I might wear that hat. I gotta. I gotta figure That's out. It's amazing. Oh, I could put that on a hat. Yeah, that's good. Tough too. Oh man, wow. that, that that that's epic, right? So, there. anyways, greatest greatest round of golf I ever saw about. One hundred thirty-four. We digress. One hundred thirty-four. No, but you got to risk. This it. What this is about? You risk it to get the best. Game. I've never even heard that story, dude. This is the he only saved dude, it. I'm telling we you, that story right there is the only reason we record this shit. <laughs> so. Did he like so, that? Is uh, the yeah. reason? Well, did, what did you do? What like? How did you react? How many dipshits are sitting around like with their buddies at the freaking club or whatever, and they aren't recording them sharing their stupid yeah. like again amateur golf stories or whatever? So golf how did fantastic. he react to that? I mean, how did oh, you react to that? I, I did I, you I couldn't laugh? What he's absolutely. <laughs> Well, no, the best part of the story... Did you just look at him? Like, no, I mean, you had no, to look... This was a shot over water. No, the, the best part of the story <laughs> is, so number four at Battleground is... I haven't been out there since I was in high school. Right, he already right. shot 100. No. He's on the whole 14. And But, you know, like, you and I think, like, we're going to carry water. We're like, this is like, all right, we're trying to, you know, we're going for a par five and two. The best part of the story is it was his third shot on a par four, and he's trying to carry the edge of the water. And he looks over. He looks over at our player who has yet to hit his second shot. So he's driven the ball into the fairway. He looks this over. Kid's already hitting four. Yep, he's hitting four. You got to risk it to get the biscuit, buddy. He said <laughs> just, you, or did he so say the player? Curtis and I'm standing there. It's our player. He's oh standing God, there, and I so just solid. died laughing. I couldn't. I, I, I told. I said, I'm going to keep walking with you. This is unbelievable. <laughs> like, uh, uh, did, he still, a, did, he a, did he get a Did he get a burger? The turn too. It, <laughs> <laughs> and then he when, also got a steed. <laughs> <he> got, <laughs> Very likely. <laughs> he grabbed a Steve and a burger at the turn. Very likely. <laughs> well, when we played if, uh, that same season, when we played McCutcheon. Their guys were smoking on the course. Our kids had no, they could not handle. The kids were? The, yeah, the kids from McCutcheon were smoking on the course. No. Like ravines. Have you ever played? Have you ever been to Ravines? No. There's a little, yeah. See, this is why you got to have a golf coach on every once in a while. Oh, crazy stuff God. happened. Yeah. Well, I, so Ravines up in Lafayette area, it's like yeah. a hole in the wall. You just show Oh, up. my God. Get out like to the third. So we have some kids who are like, so the McCutcheon kids take them out to where, you know, we've never been there. They take them out there. And so I pull up and one of the, you know, we got Hamilton County kids. Coach, they're smoking. They're what? What? <laughs> like smoke. Like 
they're they're like, playing like, well. Like, no, no, they're smoking. <laughs> they're actually cigarettes. smoking cigarettes. They're smoking. Like I'm like, oh, they're interesting. Like, it, they're you know, is that IHSA? I go, guys. There's there's actually there's really no rule against that. I mean, you probably shouldn't smoke, but I mean, you're sure. 18, you can <laughs> like, smoke. The kids, yeah, it's just yep. They're out there, third hole. Yep, just out there having a. You know, I've seen some. I've seen some kids dipping. I, I yeah. think that would be hilarious yeah. if, uh, yeah, like in high school golf, you saw dudes just freaking like <laughs> cut off a tip, <laughs> just, just freaking light up a, a freaking stogie, yeah. just, you know, just just just, just start yeah. pulling on that freaking thing, oh, and just yeah. whip a Steve out. <laughs> well, that'd be a, that would definitely be illegal. But the 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 smoke, at least at eighteen, you know, senior, just like. Screw this, man. Yeah. I'm going freaking uh, Jimenez on this yeah. freaking shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. One of our players today was, uh, we were talking, is music, is is it allowed on your phone to play? It is, IHSA-wise, it's not allowed. Um, you can have your phone, um, but the IHSA only actually oversees sectional, regional, and state. Most common, like regular tournaments, aren't going to allow music. No, so hmm. I don't know if it's written into the rules or whatnot, but that's pretty much. Is it the is, if the group okay?s It in a high school event, you know, that's not really been ever been posed. But I, I would tell you that most tournament administrators are going to say no. Yeah, yeah. I Both of them that. today yeah. said they had it happen before. They've had music out, well. and they said, and, and one. I mean, here's the one, thing: if you're out there, and I mean, it, there's so much that goes on in golf. It's unlike any other sport in that you're still police. You know, there's no referee. No, you're still out there policing yourself, and you know. So one said, uh, "There's so many." Yeah, he shot his best round when he had some music, music going. Yeah. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. It's a different generation. I mean, yeah, I'm going to let you guess yeah. which one after. Yeah. Sure. Well, that hey, I, hey, we appreciate your insight yeah. on on high school golf. I think um, I know John's the best right there. Was I mean, worth the whole podcast. It you is. Re- I mean, I thought my shooting the hundred and 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 Phil going what you know was like you risk know that was a good to get story. The but risk it to get the. And you shot one hundred and thirty four that day. Um, it's awesome. My favorite Var- player. Varsity hundred. I that that smokes. I think that. it was like awesome. from Franklin County or something. Wow. Yeah, I need That's to. I need epic. to. That is good stuff. You know so. when I always say my county, like, hey, you're going to play with somebody from a county school? Like, I tell kids, like, you got to be able to work through playing with the county guy. That's where I that's where I got it from. Mm-hmm. That's oh. awesome. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> so um, I wanted to, before we move on to our, our typical cocktail yeah. hour uh, as, as we get into at the end of the show, uh, I kind of let in with, you know, you guys are really tracking stats and things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, can you tell me in the six years that you've been doing this, how do you feel like technology is really? Because like as I kind of let in with, you know, I've just played freaking off the shelf shit from Supreme Golf. How has that evolved with the kid in the six years you've been doing this? How has this technology evolved? And tell us a little bit about these systems you're, you're sure. that you've been researching. Yeah, so um, kids, players these days, and junior golfers because of they just know more about what's going on. Internet. So, you know, between the internet and then, um, you know, the average, I mean, we, I would say more than 50% of our kids are fluent in golf speak. So fitting wise, they understand, they understand spin, they understand smash factor. They, they're all, they're track man kids. They're, they are data driven players. Um, 
They fly all yeah, that stuff. They know, you know, uh, so they can sit. Shaft flexes, all they know everything about the equipment, I mean, right? You think about like our number one from last year. I mean, I mean, the guy, the guy could tweak his equipment based upon the next tournament that we're playing in. No different than a PGA Tour guy. Um, you know, that's that's still maybe the exception to the rule, but they're going that way. Um, you know, we're, we've had to get into the analytical side. So we, we track, um, so we're one of a couple of, so we utilize a stroke gain, um, stat program for our high school team, very similar to what you'd see in every major college. Um, uh, every pro is using it. You can go on PGA tour to com right now and look up seven or eight of the stroke gain that they're, that, um, you know, so we utilize that internally um, because it's just where golf has gone. And um, um, and then you get into the technology side, and I, I think that's kind of what you're asking. I mean, you know, TrackMan obviously is probably the the name that most people would know. FlightScope is another one that, uh, you know, you see Bryson DeChambeau. That's, you know, he's got a flight scope behind any practice session he's doing. Um you know, we've gotten into uh, into having to um, research and understand where that's going in our direction for a high school kid, um, and uh, it's just it's the next evolution. And you know, you'd find probably your days twenty years ago to now is completely different. You know, well, yeah, from what I, used we to, require. I used to have to yeah. find the hundred or the hundred fifty yard marker and <laughs> pace it off yeah, and pace it off. That's I mean, there wasn't even a 125 yard marker on most of them. And some courses we played, if we were lucky, yeah, some courses had them like the sprinkler heads mark. Yeah. And most courses, especially on a this was frustrating on a par three, the 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 like the yard arm on the par three, that was the white tee. And you would pace off from pace there to wherever you were to wherever you yeah. were, you know. So like, yeah. So I you mean, were I, playing U.S. Open, you know. So it's funny when you so still the USGA doesn't doesn't allow range finders things right. like that. So you know, to give you an example, like you know when we so we have kids that try to qualify for the U.S. Open. We, we're fortunate to have really good players. A lot of times, coaches will caddy for the players in those events, and it goes back to those days. Like the kid, all of a sudden. You know, the caddy becomes really important yeah. um, because now you're pacing those off and, and they've got to be. Yeah, you got a book, you've got, yep. you know, a map of the be course exact. or whatever. Yeah, you got to be really exact. And when you have players, some of which we've had that, uh, you know, that understand their carry distances within a two to three yard number, you know, I mean, you better know what you're doing because 149 is much different than 154. And, uh-huh. uh, um, but it's, you know, Players are just, you know, it's like anything. It's ever evolving. They they have more tools. Um, they, you know, I hate to use the word specialize, but many of them are playing really high level competitive golf at a much younger age. So they know how to play golf. They know how to score, and uh, and so you've got to be able to offer those tools, or else, you know, why would they want to be, you know, why would they want to play in your program, you yeah. know, so. Cool. Yeah. What's this latest tool that you're researching right now? Yeah. So the two that we're really looking at are um, uh, the FlightScope Mevo, which is a handheld device. Um, it's more of a baseline data device that any one of us could utilize as well. 
Um, it's a it's a direct. Um, it's going to give you carry distance. It's going to give you some. Um, uh, it's going to give you some spin rates on the golf ball, things like that. Uh, the next one up to that is uh, is the uh, flights is the Flightscope uh, X Tour, um, which is kind of like a mid level TrackMan, and um, uh, it's going to offer um, basically most of the data points that a TrackMan is going to offer, um, including you know the uh, you know smash factor is one thing that that uh, on a TrackMan the most of the kids are really looking for. It's going to give you all the. It's going to give you all the data. It's going to. It's going to also um, save that data per player. Uh, Flights. Uh, Flightscope. The uh, X Tour also gives you all the wedge games that you want to do. It can save the data for you. Things. I feel like, like that. we need yeah. one of these, John. Yeah. No. It's. It's like just for ourselves. We'll pretty, have. We'll pretty have special. access. They're pretty special. It's so. perks of the job. It's. Uh, cool. We're working at. We're very close to procuring. Because your golf simulator is worthless down it's, here. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm getting ready to hit an 87 yard golf shot while you guys uh, sip on your whatever uh, end of uh, end of podcast is. So cool. I'll let you know what it is. Yeah, but it's good. It's. Uh, yeah. You know. So. Um, we're finding, you know, flight scope is, uh, there's some really cool stuff that they do. And, um, you know, I think Bryson is their kind of ambassador right now. Um, but it does trickle down to, it's a lot of usability for, um, the junior golfer, um, even the mid level, you know, the, the high level amateur, you know, somebody that's a eight, eight or better handicap can utilize a lot of what's, uh, you know, what's available there. So cool. The Mevo, you're I think borderline, that, Mark. Yeah. you're borderline there. Yeah, yeah. we're all borderline, it. but the Mevo will help yeah. very all of us. Yeah, so my game is very average. Yeah, yeah. Josh is um, he's a uh, definitely a promoter of of improvement by technology with the kids, and he definitely incur well not you you require them <laughs> to to use the, the, the because it improves their game a hundred percent it works these things are we're not just doing it just like because hey it's like the thing to do and all the technology and it's not like Instagram and Facebook where they're just interacting this actually improves their game yeah there's a you know here and there's a commitment to junior golf and so, you know, we've taken an approach that it's about incremental, you know, providing an environment where there's incremental improvement for the player. And, and to do that, there's got to be, you know, we look at four aspects for a person. You know, it's, it's golf, it's mind, it's body, it's spirit, right? So, so the golf side is all of the things that surround golf. So the, so the analytical side um, providing any technology that's needed. The mind, we have a mental coach that is on our staff that just all he does do. is works. We like, do. We really do. We actually do. It's it's a beautiful thing. We could actually probably we hire We probably need to bring Coach Carnes Coach on Carnes this would be phenomenal on your podcast. Um, all right. Funniest awesome. guy in the world. All right. Cool. Um, the body side, we have a year-round workout program um, that is all functional fitness. Um, we're byproducts of that. I mean, I'm... Myself, I mean, we've. I, mean, I know John's ripped. ripped. He's been doing squats. John's, John's ripped. I'm down 18 lbs. I'm as That's flexible awesome. as I've ever been. Um, you know, and then the spirit side, we have a community service aspect that that we, you know, because our our kids like, 
they just we don't have many kids unfortunately that play many other sports i mean i wish they did i wish they were like us where they got to play all of that but they don't um you know so i mean that's kind of our approach we we just have a you know so yeah when you're in the off seasons you guys are doing some we're doing a lot of stuff yeah it's fun awesome it's great so it sounds like an awesome program. Yeah. Um, you, it was a nice recruiting pitch you guys just threw at me um, to, yeah. to be part be part of that. We'd, so yeah. maybe maybe as, uh, as time goes 2020. on, 2020. I'll talk to Allison. Yeah. <laughs> what does she need? What what what's her hot button? Can we? Uh, it, just be, marks time. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, make sure I'm not hunting golden retrievers. That's about it. Um, well, let's let's. Um, uh, but we're gonna yeah. Let's so let's end it on that. That was yeah. great. I think that's great. It's a great way to, for you to talk about the program. I'm uh, really excited about your guys' yeah. season, and um, I'm. I mean, well, I, it, Josh it, is to gonna me, come back on. No, Josh yeah. will be back on. But I, I think it was a great way to kick off golf season um, here in, in the Midwest and in Indiana. So uh, great to have first you. Match yeah, you. Yeah, first, first match tomorrow. First match tomorrow. First match tomorrow. So good luck with that. You. All right. Thank well, you. John and I will be back here in just a second. All right, we're back. Um, actually, Josh decided to stick around with us too. We're going to sample, uh, and we're back, yeah. and we're back. Uh, so we're sampling. We're, we did. Uh, John made us some nice old fashions. Um, and uh, th- what was this like a month or so ago? You traveled down to Louisville. Is that uh, how this went down? It was about two months ago. Two I months went, ago, I went down to uh, Lexington. Lexington. Okay. Stop at the Deep, uh, deeper Kentucky Woodford Distillery. Yeah. Picked up um, like a few pints, actually four pints. Two of the, uh, I don't know if we did it on the other podcast. Do we try the regular bourbon? I don't think we've done the rye. So this is, so what we're having. We have, I don't know. I don't remember. So what we're having in the old fashioned here is the barrel finished rye. Kentucky straight rye whiskey from Woodford Reserve, excuse me, from Woodford Distillery. Um, and you could only get this pint there. Okay. They don't sell it at any stores. It's only at the distillery. So I, I had bought a couple, and I think the ones um, was given out to another person. And then so we got to try it here with Mark and, and Josh. So let's, uh, let's take a sip and see what you guys think. Awesome. So, yeah, we did a little old-fashioned style. So we got it on the rocks with the... Uh, you got a little uh, sugar, some orange, some bitters in here. Yeah, a little, a little splash. That's smooth. You know, think for me with a, a rye whiskey. That's solid. I mean, mm, there's really uh, it's really good. Um, is that <laughs> we'll get around? That's, that's really good. good. It. I mean, it's. T- I, I'm trying to figure out like it's, uh, and I don't know if it's the ice or I don't know if it's the rye or whatever it is, but it it's dang smooth. Yes, and and you, uh, there's a lot of flavors going too, on in here. I think it's um, it's difficult to drink. Rye on the rocks. I don't really like yeah. rye on the rocks. No, I think you have to add a little bit more sugar to it. Um, to add, that's just me. But there's a little bite to it. Yeah, yeah. This is good though. Would you gift it, Mark? You know, I think for anybody who's a bourbon person, when you go down to a distillery down in anywhere in Kentucky, and you can pick up a unique bottle. Um, so I don't even care if you walked into Maker's Mark, for example, and I know they do like cool, um, like different. You know, obviously they have like the melted um, wax caps mm-hmm. that they put on stuff, and I've seen them where they do like a custom melted wax where they do them in like blue for Kentucky, you know, wildcat fans and stuff like that. 
to me, I think anytime you can go get a unique bottle at a distillery, um, you gift that to anybody just because they, if, hopefully if they drink bourbon, they're going to appreciate it. This, for, for, for however much you paid for that, and I can't remember, I think it wasn't cheap, um, I would really appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Which yeah. I do appreciate it. Um, it you know, uh, have you ever been, have you either one been in a distillery? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's in between, it's just outside Lexington, in between Louisville and Lexington. I forget the interstate, but... Um, but Buffalo Trace Distillery yep, right and, there. and and Woodford are yeah. like ten miles apart. Okay. And Buffalo Trace is that one that like oh well that they they do they make like, they make Blantons yeah Blantons they do Pappy Van that they got, yeah Pappy the, Van the Winkle, Pappy Van Winkle real, comes out of there too right so they do Blantons mm-hmm. did not know that there you go wow that's, that's like your favorite that stuff is have you ever had that Josh uh, fourteen dollars for a Chatham. Yeah. Chatham, right? Yeah. Chatham. Sorry. It's probably like Sorry, $24 yeah, a Chatham. Yeah, just, <laughs> that was a mumble. Yeah. That was a funny Dude, you can't, you can't even get one. A dollar I remember, call, I remember calling and saying, I, I think you've got my bill wrong. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. I didn't do that. I do that. The ice is $2. The ice will be yeah. $2 at Chatham. Soon, yeah. yeah. It's, it's cute, stuff. though. It's, yeah. it's, it's well, adorable. Well, let, let's plan on a... <clears throat> Another podcast with Josh, Amen. On the on it, and just maybe we reflect off how the stats have worked, yeah. and the technology I, has worked in the you, next like two months. Yep, and yeah. see how much we've implemented. We'll it. do kind of like a catch up on the season, how things yeah. have gone, uh, how kids have improved. Uh, I think it'd be a great way to 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 follow up yeah. on this episode. Let's get together in June, and maybe um, what's what's a what's the our your mental coach. Coach Carnes. Uh, Coach Carnes, you need him on. I think I think I we, might we, have to be here for that. Just we as may a, uh, we may yeah. he is awesome. Coach Carnes in you on that episode him. as well because um, oh. I think to me like I think there's a there could be a real theme there and that you know uh, you've knocked the rust off in the spring and now you're all head fucked because yeah. you think it's I right. just and you start peeling the layers yeah. off in the summer right <laughs> so your swing starts to get jacked up. It does become a mental game, and we got to have Coach Carnes. I want to get his take. I want to get his take on his his uh, opinion of risk it to get the biscuit. I want to get where to (laughs) (laughs) how to get to that mindset. Oh my god! Here's the great because you're a hundred at hole fourteen, and you're talking like that. The, he would love that kid's mindset. The He'd mindset's like, incredible. No, it's, it's my fantastic. You know, it's absolutely. It's Look at a guy who's gonna <laughs> shoot par. And you look over. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna risk it. Get the. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, on behalf of Josh and John, I really appreciate uh, everybody tuning in. Go out there, hit more greens. You'll score better. See ya. See ya. Thanks. <laughs>